Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there, and welcome back to our Summer Reset series. We are on week number three. Now, before we get started into today's topic and today's challenge for your week three of the Summer Refresh Challenge, I do wanna say, if you are just coming into the challenge, like week three is really your week one, that is totally fine. Now, there are a couple different options on things that you can do to still participate in this challenge. Number one, you can just start and make week three your week one and keep along with us in live time. Now, you can also go back and just start at week one and move yourself forward. And then, you know, as we're doing things live in our Facebook community, you might be a little bit behind, but that's totally okay. Or if you are super ambitious, you can catch up, meaning you can do week one and then you can do week two and you can do week three all at the same time in the same week and then catch yourself up that way. It's truly up to you in the way that you want to do this challenge. Make it your own and have fun with it. Now, if you are just now learning about this challenge, I wanna tell you this challenge is all about bringing more joy into your summertime because, well, I mean, summertime should be more joyous, right? It should be a time of fun and relaxation and just being able to connect with people in a different way. And that's what each and every single week as we focus in on a different thing, it's all about bringing you more joy into your life. And you can also follow along right inside the Your Life Rocks app. If you go to the courses section, you will see this challenge there. And in there, you'll be able to see each and every single week we have more resources for you and a detailed listing of everything we talk about. So as we talk about a focus, there will be a little bit of homework for you to do. I don't like using the word homework because that doesn't bring joy to a lot of people, but there are exercises that you can do to really get the most out of each week. And those are all listed inside of the resource that's under courses in the Your Life Rocks app. So go to your app store and get it. It's a free app and it's full of great resources for you as a working Christian mom. Now, of course, inside the app, once you have it, you can also upgrade to Life Balance Membership. Now, because we are in July, July and June both have the same bonus material if you upgrade, meaning you will get emailed to you directly my workshop and workbook that I put together for our Life Balance members on how to make menu planning like really simple. Now, you guys, this is something that has been like really difficult for me for a number of years because I just don't have a ton of hours to devote to planning my week ahead. And there's so many other things that I'm planning when I do my weekly prep that food planning is just not that important to me. I mean, health is super important to me, but I'm not a big cook and I don't have a lot of time for meals. And so it's always just, you know, keeping things really simple or overbuying food. And it was always just a mess. And then I found a system that really works and it keeps it, like I said, super simple. It's something I can actually stick to each and every single week. And it saves my family a ton of money and it saves me a ton of time. So I did a a workshop for this for our Life Balance members. So if you upgrade, you'll get emailed immediate access, a link in your welcome email 
to the replay of the video workshop plus a link to the workbook that goes along with it that you can just use each and every single week when you're doing your weekly planning and it makes it super simple. And the cool thing with the workbook is it's like you print it out once, you fill it out once, and then it's kind of just done. Like you keep it on your fridge. That's where I keep mine. And then I come back to it every week when I'm doing my weekly planning and follow the steps. Easy breezy done. Awesome. So that is our bonus for the month of July. If you upgrade to Life Balance Membership, either inside the app or you can go to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more and to upgrade. Okay, so you've probably already seen the title for week three, Let It Go. Now, be honest, when you saw the title, did you sing the Frozen song in your head? (laughs) I have to admit, everything that I did in preparing for this episode, I kind of sang that song a little bit to myself as well. We can't help it. We're moms, right? But even beyond the song, when you hear Let It Go, I'm sure it brings up ideas and thoughts and beliefs that you already have set for yourself about letting stuff go. Because it's not a new concept, I'm sure. You've heard people talking about just let it go, release it, don't hold on to things. And it can have to do with stress or grudges or worry, all of it. But it's so much easier said than done. I mean, we all know we shouldn't hold on to this kind of stuff, but we kind of do. And since the summer series is all about bringing in more joy into our lives, we can't really get more joy if we're holding on to things that really distract us from the joy God has for us in this life. So today, this is what we're going to talk about. But more importantly than just talk about it, we're going to get into some actions, three steps that you can do to actually let it go, whatever it is that you're holding on to. And you might not even know what it is you're holding on to. And that is one of the steps we're going to talk about. And if we're honest with ourselves, I mean, I can say this as a fellow working mom, it's like a revolving door of things I'm holding on to, whether it's grudges or expectations that I have of things that I feel like I'm not meeting up to, or even just like thoughts of things that I should be doing or I'm not doing or I should not be doing, right? There's always things that are happening inside of our heads. And so like I said before, it is easier said than done to just let it go. But why is it so important to let this kind of stuff go? And I know for me and the women that I have coached that when we're holding on to this stuff, it's taking up so much emotion and mental property in our lives that it keeps us from being fully present with our family. It keeps us from really understanding and accepting the blessings that we have. It steals our joy and it can really distort the reality that we're in, making it harder for us to really see the blessings that are around us and to have gratitude and all of the things that we know we should be experiencing in our life, if you feel disconnected from that, it's likely because you're holding on to something that God has never meant for you to hold on to. And I know if you listen to week one of this challenge, we talked about keeping things really light and not going too deep. And this is maybe a little bit deeper for some of us, but it is absolutely necessary. It's not something that we can just ignore if we truly want to bring more joy into our lives and especially for this summer. Now, I did promise you that these episodes were going to be brief. So even though this might be a little bit of a deeper topic than some of the other topics we're doing in this seven-week challenge, the seven-week summer refresh, I am going to try to keep it as brief as possible because I really want you to, when you're done listening to this episode, don't just go on to the next episode. Like turn it off and really spend some time in your own head unpacking and following through on these steps because it's so important that we implement the things that we are doing for personal development. And really this podcast, it's all about helping you create more balance in your life, whether that's helping you in your marriage or your health or time management or your career or whatever it is. But you have to implement it in order for it to truly 
see benefit in your life, for it to reap anything that you want to get from it, you got to actually do the work. So we want to keep it short so that you can just turn it off and do the exercises once the podcast is done. All right. So I told you I had three steps for you. So let's talk about step one. Step number one is to identify what it is that you're holding on to. I mean, for some of us, it might be really easy to kind of pluck those things out of thin air, but for others, it might be a little bit more difficult and that's totally okay. So I want to ask you right now from a friend to a friend, what is it that you need to let go of? And just let that question kind of permeate. Don't feel like you need to like answer it right away off the top of your head, but pray about it. Ask God to show you what things that you're holding on to that he wants you to just loosen your grip a little bit and see what happens with it. It could be a regret from the past. I know there's a lot of things that I hold on to that are a regret from the past, whether it's traveling so much when my kids were little or things with my marriage, things I've said to friends or family members, things I've done. There's a lot of regret that we can hold on to. So maybe that's something that God really wants you to let go of to bring more joy into your life. Maybe you need to offer forgiveness to someone or you need to let go of an unneeded worry or an unmet expectation. You know, perfectionism is something that holds such a strong grip on us. And especially when we put so much on our shoulders, when it comes to balancing our careers and our families and our homes and all of the other things. So maybe there's something in there that you need to let go of an expectation that you've set for yourself, or maybe even that someone else has set for you. Now, as we're talking through these different things, you might have a number of things that are coming to mind for you as something that you should be letting go, but I really want you to just start with one. Just start with one thing that you feel like is like, oh, this is the heaviest one. This is the biggest one, the one that's weighing me down or putting more clutter into my mind or my emotions than it really needs to be or more than you would really like it to be and choose that one thing to let go of. Because really, if through this challenge, if through this week's exercise, you can let go of one thing that can bring in more joy, imagine how much more joy you'll have by just letting it go. And it's like any other skill. The more you do it, the more you're going to get better at it. (laughs) So choosing just one thing to start with can be so pivotal because once you can see it go away and you can experience that change from letting it go, now you're equipped. You can then pick the next thing on the list or the next thing that feels the heaviest for you. And it might be something that you're not even thinking about right now. It could be something that comes up tomorrow or a week from today or whenever, right? But you will then be equipped with the skill to be able to move it along and allow more joy back into your life. All right, so that's step number one to identify what it is. Moving on to step number two. Step number two is all about exploring. Now, this is not the fun step. For some people who really like to get in touch with their feelings or journal, this could be great for you, but I am not that person. However, I understand the value in exploring these things that we hold on to. So these are some of the questions that I want you to ask yourself. So if you're driving or you're doing something else, After this podcast is done, you can just hit pause, you can hit stop, and you can just think through these on the rest of your commute, or you can go back and journal about it later. This is why we have the resources inside the app, you guys, because I understand a lot of you listen to the show while you're driving to work or doing your errands or doing other things. So get the app so you have that as a reminder to go back in and do the resources that go right along with this challenge because I'll have all of these listed here. So I'm gonna ask you three different questions as you are exploring this. Now, if you have a journal, awesome, journal it out because that's truly where you're going to 
have a, a more of a journey of discovery as you're writing it out. It kind of slows you down a little bit. Sometimes our minds go so fast, we can't keep up with them. But when you're journaling it out, it forces you to slow down. And I don't know, there's just something when I pray before I journal and it invites the spirit along to kind of guide the journaling process for me. So I hope that you try that as well. All right, number one question when you're exploring, how is it serving you? Now, oftentimes we hold on to things because it's serving us in some capacity. So if, for example, it might be something around forgiveness, there's someone that you're withholding forgiveness from, it might be serving you in a way that it's protecting you from being hurt again because you're not fully opening yourself back up to that person or allowing anyone else close to you for that matter, because you still haven't forgiven this one person. So it's offering you a level of protection on some level. So asking yourself, how is it actually serving you? So you can really identify why you're holding on to it. What's the benefit for you in doing that? Next, why won't you let it go? Is there something that you just feel unheard about or you feel unaccepted about. We all have our reasons for why we hold on to things, whether it is forgiveness or regret or whatever it is. But why are you holding on to it? If it's a regret, it might be that you're holding on to it because it's a reminder of what not to do in the future. Or you might be holding on to it because you're beating yourself up for it because you feel like maybe you need to be punished. Now, that's one of those questions you might not find the answer to right away, but it's worth asking yourself just to bring it to the table, bring it before the Lord and see what comes out for you. And number three, how is it hurting you or what is it holding you back from? Remember, we talked about how it's serving you, but likely, even if it is serving you, it's also possibly hurting you or holding you back from something greater that God would have for you. I mean, if you're holding on to something that's not bringing you joy, <laughs> chances are, it's hurting you. So being able to explore what that is in detail can make it so much easier as we move into step three. Now, step three is making the decision that you want to let it go. Just knowing that you should let it go won't work. It's like, I know I should not eat carbs, yet sometimes I want to eat carbs. But if we make the decision that we want to do something, and this is the path we're going on, this is where we're at, that makes it so much easier. So you have to make the decision that you want to let it go. And more than just making the decision that you want to let it go is making the decision and committing to the choice that you made. Now, when you do this, I want you to think of like a switch, like a light switch in your head and you just flip it, right? One day it's up, the next day it's down, or maybe it's down and the next day it's up, however you wanna see it. So just imagine like a switch that gets flipped. It's just done, it's over with, you're moving forward. It's just not what you do anymore. You don't hold on to it. Now, obviously, we all wish it was just that easy and it would never come back up, but it will come back up. It's the nature of things. But the difference is, is that when it does come back up, you can remind yourself of the choice you made and you can ask Jesus to help you move forward from it. It's just like when you chose to become a Christian, right? You made that choice. Now, does that mean that instantly you never sin again? You're not tempted again? Like, no, in fact, it gets a little bit worse. But you know what you believe in and you're committed to your faith. And so by through that commitment, it's easier to turn away from those other things when they come up. Sometimes we slip, absolutely. But then that's when we go through the process of turning away from that sin again and repenting. Now, of course, there are a number of physical things that you can do and a lot of different coaches and programs out there, they'll kind of guide you through these different things. And it's really up to you on what works well for you. 
Now, you can try things like writing it out on a piece of paper and then throwing it away or burning the paper to symbolize that you're putting away the old. But really, it's just a symbolism of the decision that you're making for yourself. What really matters is that mental commitment that you're making to truly let it go. Now, once you make up your mind, remind yourself of Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. Feel free to write this out, keep it on a sticky note, put it on your phone. It's one of my favorite verses and actually a verse that we created one of our businesses off of. Our family businesses, all of the LLCs of them are legally a scripture name (laughs) without it being a scripture name. It's usually just the number of the scripture, but we know what it means because we want to make sure it's rooted in the word of God. And this just happens to be one of those verses. But side note, anytime you're trying to turn away from anything in your life, it's just such a great verse to be equipped with. Proverb 4, 25 through 27 reads, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path at your feet. Then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. So think about how you can incorporate that verse or any verse that you feel like gives you really strength to be able to turn from the things that you know you don't necessarily want to be involved in, that you want to let go of, and to have that straight focus forward. Because when you do that, you're choosing joy. And then you can put on your theme song from week one and move forward because that is what you have decided to do. Friends, we don't have to be held by bondage on these things that have a grip on us because truly they don't have a grip on us. We have a grip on them because we have the power of Jesus. We can let that go. So I pray that this episode blesses you. I hope that you do the challenge, that you do the work involved in this week three because it can be so transformative for you. No, I'm so excited for next week because it is going to be such a fun episode. So Make sure you tune in, hit subscribe, share this with a friend. And thank you so much for the sharing that you have already done. It's been so fun to see. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.